Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park It is July 3rd, 2020. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Justin Labar. Matt Morgan is en route. Uh, he will be here shortly, so we're going to kick it off with the news and then hop into covering SmackDown Live tonight. I still say SmackDown Live. It's SmackDown on Fox now is what they keep calling it, right? Yeah, no, drop a live. I know, but... You know, I remember the era of tape SmackDown. You know, they said on Twitter, post, post something that says how old you are. You know, that shows your age. I still call it SmackDown Live. Yeah, no more hashtag SD Live is hashtag SmackDown if you want to get the SmackDown logo. Yes. On Twitter. Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> What's going on in the news, Justin? It's actually quite a bit. Kind of rained us here. Uh, so, real quick, just uh, we'll obviously get into SmackDown review. Uh, it looks like this uh, ruling has come in after the fact, if you looked at uh, tonight's audience members. But uh, PW Insider reporting that WWE, official, WWE officials have told the roster and staff. That from now on, they will be enforcing that you be uh, wearing a protective mask unless you're in the ring or on camera performing. Uh, and that if you uh, violate this, there, there will be fines. Uh, you will, for the first first violation, will be fined $500. And then if you have to be uh, punished a second time, it would go to $1,000. No word on if there's a third strike. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it doesn't get to that. But uh, this obviously, this tonight's SmackDown was taped uh, a few days ago. So it seems like this ruling is coming uh, to play sense because if you watch SmackDown tonight, there were several people in the audience, several of the developmental talents who uh, maybe they might have had the mask, but they had them not covering their face. They had them maybe just hanging around their neck. And so it's taped. That's why it wasn't hashtag SmackDown Live. There you go. Yeah. So uh, so WWE making some uh, making some ruling there. Uh, also something else that we will talk a little bit more about. We'll talk about the storyline, but just an exclusive that Wrestling Inc had. We had an exclusive last week giving some initial details about this Bray Wyatt Braun Strowman uh, oh, yeah. swamp match. We've got a few more details. And so another, another round of exclusive news here. Um, it is going to be filmed next week. Uh, we've learned uh, a stunt coordinator, uh, Ellis Edwards is going to be involved in this. Uh, he's been uh, a guy who's been around the wrestling business uh, dating back to WCW in the nineties. Uh, it's not necessarily, doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be some uh, sequence of, big elaborate stunts that's going to need a stuntman every single time, but if nothing else, he's going to be there kind of as a technical advisor to make sure certain things are executed and shot and, and prepped in a safe manner. So you can read a little bit more about that on Wrestling Inc., uh, but uh, uh, as we wait as we wait this next of uh, the cinematic installments. Uh, WWE in the business world, uh, it, it, it had been rumored for a while, and again, PW Insider saying that it's finally a, a done deal. WWE has officially acquired um, Evolve, the wrestling promotion. Evolve, for those who are not familiar, Gabe Sapolsky, um, who's been behind that since 2010, Gabe, uh, does now work for, I think he works more with the NXT uh, brand, if, I, if I'm correct, but he is employed by WWE, and Gabe, he's been in the business for many decades. He he was a 
I think he was like the apprentice of Paul Heyman in the, in the original ECW. So he's been around and Evolve was certainly one of the top indie promotions that basically be, had become a feeder system in a lot of ways to NXT and WWE. Um, you know, just just a few names that have worked Evolve prior to WWE, Apollo Crews, um, you know, Johnny Gargano, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, Oni Lorcan, uh, several AEW talents. So uh, WWE acquiring this, they can now, if they want, they could they could run shows maybe under the Evolve name if they want. Who knows, especially right now in the middle of a pandemic. But the biggest thing they get out of it is they get the tape library. Uh, And as I just named, there's a lot of guys who, as WWE wants to do documentaries and even just have more content on the network. uh, There's a lot of deep dive in some of these guys' careers on the earlier part that they will be able to exploit. So uh, that is a constantly uh, developing story as we're learning more and more about that deal. Now, WWE being a public company, do we know yet how much the acquisition was for? We don't. So we'll know probably in the next, uh, well, maybe not the Q2 filings, maybe not until Q3, depending on when this closed. Yeah, it, 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 this has been rumored for several weeks. I, yeah. I, and and it sounds like this just got done like this week. So yeah, it probably, I don't know if it'd be, it'd probably be a quarter three thing that we'd probably be able to see a, a line item for it of uh, what they've. It's exciting. It is, it is. And I mean, you know, and mind you. A lot of the, AEW talents in that tape library. Correct. Um, so that, there's a value there. They did, as some people might remember this, uh, I think it was a, a year ago, uh, they did, WWE did produce an air on the WWE Network, uh, uh, an Evolve show. And to yes. date, it's the, it's the only non-WWE branded show that's ever aired on the network uh, live, you know. Um, so it, who knows? Maybe... You know whether they feel they have have reason to continue that brand, whether they get rolled into two hundred five live or NXT UK or one of the existing brands. We'll wait and see. But again, just the fact they have access to to the to the uh, IP is not okay. Good. Here's wild speculation. Okay. The WWE pay per view for the women was Evolution, Evolve, perhaps would be a great name for a weekly women show on the network. Well, they own the name now, so certainly possible. Um, on point um no look i mean i think this is interesting i mean darby allen uh there's a lot of other AEW talents that had matches in uh evolve that now that library is going to be on the network they did counter program that evolved pay-per-view to go head-to-head with what was it fight for the fallen uh which is crazy because we're almost here we are a year later at the next fight for fight for the fallen um i think nxt is so stacked right now i mean like you've always argued it's not a step down from the main roster but it's it's not um you know in the minor leagues of baseball there's there's tears to that and i think that nxt is no longer fresh out of training developmental not even a year or two in developmental i mean some people are fast-tracked on tv but there's a lot of talent at the performance center that are only that that aren't getting wrestled at all now they were only getting to do the local loops in florida And um, there's a lot they could do. There's a lot they could do with this. And I think if they spun off the women, well, one, I don't think they'll do that because I think the women, as we've seen, the women are perhaps a big part of the reason why NXT is squeaking out some wins over AW on Wednesdays. But uh, I think that, yeah, if they split that roster, it'll open up more space for more talent to get exposure. Well, and actually, I'll just I'll segue into this. Um, yeah. One, you mentioned the numbers, so the numbers are in for this past Wednesday of the night one of Fighter Fest versus night one of Great American Bash. Uh, I can happily say that I did predict it was close margin, uh, but NXT did win. Um, they yeah. got seven hundred and ninety-two thousand viewership uh, versus AEW seven forty-eight. So, um, 
I did. I did. I was wrong on the one part. I thought both shows a top eight hundred thousand. NXT got close. AEW not so much. Um, so NXT does win in the, in the overall viewership. This was um, the, the quarter hour viewership between uh, for Sasha Banks versus Io Shirai was the best quarter hour NXT's had since going to Wednesday nights on cable back in the in the fall. So uh, good night for NXT. It should be noted, and this is what a lot of the AEW talents are taking to social media to remind everybody of that a key eighteen to forty nine demo. AEW still did. Uh, beat NXT in that, uh, but NXT did some of its best performance in that demo, so it, it continues to rise. So, uh, any which way, good for the fans, good all the way around here. But NXT does win night one. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who does night two, who wins night two. As we as I go into the next news story here, this one there's a spoiler element to it, but I'm going to, if you want to read everything about it and be spoiled, you can go to Wrestling Inc. I will tell you the story without giving away the spoiler because I don't want to. Oh, so is it spin control now that they're trying to say, oh, we shot two different things. We're trolling the fans. Tune in to find out which ending's real. Yeah, I I, I, I haven't heard that. Uh, uh, well, there was a, talent, a developmental talent that tweeted something along those lines. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's not going to be like the movie Clue. Although I wish it were. I wish it was Choose Your Own Adventure. What happens if this talent wins? What happens if this yeah. talent wins? Uh, you know, Netflix is, is big with the branching streaming technology. Mr. Matt Morgan, how's it going? What up? Talking hey, about uh, NXT beat AEW in the ratings this past week, this Wednesday. We 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 said they would. Yeah. And uh, there's a spoiler. There's spoilers for. Uh, yeah, we're not going to go into detail, but I saw some for Great American Bash and Fighter Fest apparently had leaked. Well, with the Great American Bash, it's interesting because the spoiler. The, the photo there was a photo uh, that uh, one of the Indashir, which is a tag team of the two tall Indian uh, talents, one of them, and I don't know how to pronounce his name correctly, so again, I'm not going to butcher it, but you, you can re- go read the details. Basically, put up in his Instagram story a photo that was seemingly give away the results of of a major angle next week on NXT's Great American Bash Night Two. So, did it involve him? No, no. It was him. It was him, like in the crowd. He was obviously like in the production area of the crowd. He took a photo, put it in his Instagram story. He deleted the story since, but of course, fans screen grabbed and grabbed and, and got it, called it. And it, this, that talent. I mean, this he's like I said, he's one half of Indusheer. I mean, he's very, very new to the business. But even still, you, you don't have to be a rocket wow. science to know that you're taping something. Why would you, <laughs> you know? So, uh, no surprise here. But and you can read about this again on Wrestling Inc. I won't give away what the angle is, but. You can read uh, WWE officials are reportedly fuming at this talent, um, and, and 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 I believe that rightfully so. I mean, this is just a bonehead move. You don't, yeah, I don't know. So it's I won't give any. If you want to know more, go to Wrestling Inc. Uh, and finally, Matt, you might uh, find some. Oh, Matt's favorite wrestler. Yes. Uh, so Peter, or excuse me, Wrestling Observer Newsletter is reporting that uh, Vince has soured on a certain talent and that he has pulled them from any WWE TV booking. And that talent is Shayna Baszler. We have not seen Shayna on TV since she beat Natalia by submission, I believe in the mid May on uh, raw. Yeah. We haven't seen her since. And the report goes on to say that uh, Vince just doesn't get her. Doesn't she doesn't check the buttons for Vince. He doesn't understand. He doesn't quite see her MMA crossover working. Well, I mean, with so many talented women, You've got to be like freaking a man. You it's because it's tough. Yeah, you've got to you got to be a a pluses across the board right now. By the way, I rewatched uh, um the blueprint. Uh, I watched Sasha Banks and what's her name the other night again. Yeah, sure. Yo. Yeah. 
freaking hey that was really good i just want to put this one spot over she did a freaking she dove through the ropes to do a uh a sunset flip while eo was on the outside of the apron and power bombed her into the pl- we didn't put that over nearly enough that was dope that yeah. was a good match but so yeah. my point is though i don't even know why i went off on that tangent ADD moment, but nonetheless, there's it's A pluses across the board for this women's division. You've got to be, you got to come with it in every single aspect. And no offense to uh, uh, Baszler here, but her promos are terrible, terrible. Um, okay, then is her wrestling five stars? Hmm. It's not her gimmick though. Her gimmick isn't to go out there and do a bunch of flippy shit or have a big technical match. I so mean, here's my thing: Why can't yeah. they do that with? Uh, uh, what's her name? The one who's doing the stuff with um, uh, just forget it. I'm terrible with names. Just, just forget. So, it. Sonia. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Sonia yeah. Deville. Why not? Why can't she just do that? She's got tons of charisma. On no, top I agree. Of it. I know Sonia. I think is a better good. play. Way Sonya, better. Yeah. With Shayna, the I mean, it's it's that idea, right? Um, to make a comparison to Jaws. In Jaws, the idea of the shark is scary. When you see the shark, kind of like, well, that's just a mechanical shark. But you build it up with Shayna. The idea of Shayna is right. scary, and but the then the about, actuality is hmm. the part. The, you're right. The part about Shayna though that sucks is she's not that she's not. We know I follow MMA closely, so I know who she was, obviously. But the majority of the fans, like, she's not getting that Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar real badass in real life heat that comes with her not heat in a bad way by the way heat in a and, good way and with Shayna you know when you stand her side by side to a lot of these other women in WWE she she's diminutive she's shorter she's not she's not as muscular I'm, I'm not saying she's not a badass in real life but she just on the visual just 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 passing the visual test she doesn't look like she's going to you know at least Ronda Rousey Ronda was you know Ronda's tall and and you know I don't know like it yeah, I don't really buy into Shayna. And Matt, to your point about Io and uh, uh, Sasha, I don't know if you were on yet and you heard, but uh, that their match, their quarter hour, did the best quarter yeah, hour for I NXT bet. since it's gone to Wednesday nights on cable. That match was insanity. I hate the fact that they call her the genius of the sky, by the way. That's got to go. That's yeah. terrible. Look, folks, it's the genius of the sky. She's going to get you. <laughs> like like Chuck Yeager, like who, genius of the sky. Like it, like she yeah, doesn't need that name. It doesn't. She's really make so sense. she's so good, but man, I gotta give it to her. Um, Sasha brought it. That was a yeah. good match. Wow, that was good. It's one of the best women's matches I've seen in quite a while, actually. And it, it's funny. It's the second time I noticed it more because I didn't have to watch it side by side this time. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's the thing. I think a lot of people didn't watch it side by side. They just turned the channel. They just watched it 100. I think we are probably in the minority on this podcast that we had to pay attention to both at the same time. I would have yeah. loved to have just turned AEW off and focused on the match. I'm going to go back and rewatch it because I remember it enjoying so what good. I saw. It. Oh my god! I'm telling you, um, that spot. Watch that spot. That is impossible to pull off. I can't even begin to tell you how hard that is. And that's the thing uh, with Shayna. It's not to take away from her legitimate MMA record. It's right. just she was not the star that Ronda was. Ronda just showing up at WrestleMania before she was even on the roster got huge yeah. pops because she was. I mean, she she has that feel to her too. On top of it, she was like the Mary. Badass. She was like the Mary Mary Lou Retton of MMA. Right. Oh, you're um, terrible! You yeah. are terrible. Nobody Justin doesn't get that, that reference. You know who it yeah. is. Of course, I did. Yeah, but the point is, like, no one cared about women's gymnastics, but Mary Lou Retton was America's sweetheart in 1985 and was everywhere after the 84 Olympics. Um, and Ronda has that. And Shayna is the unfortunate part about having to travel in the wake of that. Um, and I think that there are just so many well-defined characters, so many good promos, so many good storylines. It's just, uh, 
uh, right place, wrong time, maybe for Shayna. I think if she'd come in as the antithesis of the Divas matches and was just like, I'm here to tear through all of you women um, and just show you like what a real fighter looks like, I think she could have been revolutionary, but she has to follow legit. And when I say superstar, Sasha Banks, this isn't WWE superstar like we just say about everyone in the roster. Sasha Banks is a superstar. Revolutionary, uh, though? Revolutionary. Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, these women... No, okay. no, 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 no. You said, you said, what's her name? Oh, it's Shayna? Would yeah, be, if she'd come be. in during the Divas, like, if she'd come in and just beat the shit out of Nikki Bella. Well, and I'm looking at, I'm looking at, I'm looking at Shayna's, I'm looking at Shayna's MMA stats, by the way. I mean, like, she's above 500, but I mean, she's, she was 15 and 11, and she lost five right. of her last six fights. It's not like she was. Yeah, right, Ronda, we're, wasting, we're wasting way too much time on this with her. We really are. We're just burying her. Let's stop burying the girl. But I'm, I'm trying to actually give her credit. I'm trying to give her credit. Right place, wrong time. That's that's my take. Well, on she this. was if she was around when I was wrestling, and even though we had really good women wrestlers, I always go back to Mickey James, best working punch in the business. One of them. Um, we had Beth Phoenix. We had some really, really, really stud talents that weren't allowed to go out there and do their thing, man. Now yeah. they could, but uh, if she came around back then, who knows? They should have. Uh, Shayna's best hope would have been to have been fast tracked before Ronda showed up. That would have given her mm-hmm. the legitimacy. Uh, is there uh, news on Kerry Sane? People in the chat room are asking Justin. Yeah. I've seen rumors. Uh, well, yeah. Again, we have it on Wrestling Inc. Let me try to pull it up. Uh, um, yeah, she got married back in I think February. Her husband's a wrestler in New Japan, so that topped with just the booking and such um there's basically then there's a belief that she is on her way out and the WWE is basically writing and preparing for her to be off i'm trying to see if i can is anyone in the chat room saying hey are we actually going to cover the show that people come and watch is that in the chat room surprisingly not yet matt no they're just so happy to see your smiling face you're on a friday night the night before i don't have an hang on there it is uh steve marcuccielli buck 99 hey steve if Ronda comes back, who's the dream match? Why is she automatically in the dream match? Um, she never got the one off with Flair, right? No, Survivor Series. She when Flair stood in for Becky, when Becky was out with the broken nose. Huh. I don't have an answer for that. Do you? I mean, one on one with it, Becky would be cool. Becky does. Oscar, like a real a real match with Oscar would be great. There you go. A, a real one with Oscar, or if they built somebody new up like a Lacey Evans or found somebody new that you could create some aura around. What there you go. Back. So let's talk about SmackDown. Matt Riddle came out tonight with Michael Cole in the ring mm-hmm. and um, told the story of why he wears the flip flops. And? Well, I mean, so he said that he got, fr- what was it? He got frostbite uh, playing in the snow after being in a pool as a child. Uh, when he puts shoes on, he feels that same a ridiculous sensation. Story. Hey, you know, I respect that they tried to give him an origin story or a reason. Yes, I do respect that part. Yeah. Uh, King Baron Corbin came out, was talking smack about him, got on commentary. Uh, then we had Matt Riddle versus John Morrison with Corbin on commentary. Um, I was excited when this started, by the way. Yeah, what'd you think of the match here? I mean, they got a good like 20 minute segment here. This match was awesome. You can't say this match wasn't yeah. gangbusters because it was. Great spots. Um, I, I, I'm still kind of frustrated with how they're booking my boy. I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Uh, John Morrison could have been and should have been a 
like like sniffing around the world heavyweight title picture there somewhere, and if, the main event picture at least maybe a match away from it, you know, yeah, and not a match like a like a like the match before the main event, let's say semi, you know, there's 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 no the guy looks like a million bucks, he's charismatic, um, and he's amazing in the ring. I don't get it, but that said, this was an amazing match. Yeah, this was. If if you missed, if you didn't see SmackDown, go watch this match. Something this else. Is the match. I mean, some of the sequences too is, is you know just putting over Morrison here with Matt. He did a he did a spot where he did a cartwheel and transitioned from that cartwheel into into a gut wrench suplex. <laughs> I mean, so I've good. never seen that. That's I mean, it, it, this was great. I mean, yeah, and and the story was so stupid and ridiculous. But yes, it, it at least did acknowledge at least it, it acknowledged kind of like the elephant in the room, which is no other talent gets to wrestle barefoot in this day and age of WWE. So, and that's a big part of his shtick with the whole kick the flip-flops off yeah great match i mean john morrison is definitely the most offensive impressive enhancement talent because that's essentially yeah. they, they, they just have him lose to everybody uh, just make him look good i, I mean my stomach here and that um well but you got you got to roll with it right matt i mean it, it's let me put it this way if they had announced and they're clearly building up riddle versus corbin if they said oh i mean riddle versus corbin no offense to baron corbin but like nobody's looking forward to that match Right, it's backwards. Have him roll yeah. through Corbin and then yeah. get to a Morrison. And a, I don't know. Morrison needs to have wins besides yeah. the point. I think when that match happens, I think Riddle's going to come out. I think he's going to kick Corbin in the face and this is going to be over. I think that's like, they, they don't need to have a banger of a match. Fine by um, me. Yeah. But I thought with Morrison, this was good. I thought it was interesting. Um, Corbin shouting out Fast Times of Ridgemont High during the promo there, uh, like in talking trash about riddle and it's weird that when i thought about it that's like the most influential movie on smackdown right now because we had the sequence with otis and mandy referencing the pool scene we had the sequence with brought with the miz and morrison messing up braun's car and that pissing braun off like a forrest whitaker as jefferson in the movie and now we've got riddle as spicoli so forrest it's, uh, whitaker was ginormous and huge movie, right huge yeah like, to the point where i did not recognize him when he became an adult actor yeah I he was great it was him he was great. Uh, so yes, uh, that's either Bruce Pritchard or Vince McMahon's favorite movie. Because uh, Bruce, yeah, yeah probably like, Bruce. No, no way for Vince. That came out in '82. Vince might have seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we got a couple super chats here. Uh, I'm gonna. I apologize for uh, mispronouncing your name, Dipshotty, uh Paul, saying Jericho reposted the NXT Great American Bash spoilers on Facebook. That's a WCW move. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> Why Facebook? I wonder. I didn't know Jericho was on Facebook. Yeah, he's been doing Saturday Night Special, like Saturday Night Live streams. I, I, I've seen that on YouTube. I didn't know he was doing that on there, too. Huh. Yes. Interesting. I don't know what to think of that. Because Chris is, uh, he's the type that wants all businesses to do well, right? Yeah. He legit does. So, I, I don't know. Maybe he did that to do what happened right here, where somebody paid money in the Super Chat to talk about it and just have a news i don't know i mean unless it's like a reverse psychology because sometimes when things get out there that on a tape show for wb and people go right. oh now i need now i know i need to tune in because i want to see it unfold so or, or this wasn't that much of a show that i need to go watch hmm. but, but it, was. <laughs> it his, was his main event remember jericho versus orange cassidy lowest be... rated segment in aew history right what was it yeah it was, sure? it was it was pretty yeah hmm. i well, was so, told i was told it was hmm. the lowest rated segment in aw history 
they're building that to be the main event of uh, Fighter Fest Night Two, and that's likely going to be going up the mat against the match that was uh, allegedly spoiled. So okay. we'll see. But with the match that was spoiled, I think that people think ninety percent that's the outcome anyhow. So uh, yeah, I mean, it it might have. I mean, you know, it, it might have the the Mick Foley effect, but. You know that that the, the had in, in the nineties, but uh, I don't know. I just, it just I, I, it's never mind. Like you, you are right, Glenn. It, it's also just the fact of like I just can't believe that talent was so stupid to do that. Like you're, like you know, the you're majority not... of things, the majority of gaffes are self inflicted wounds. The talent places on themselves. I think that's a talent being so new to the business that they forget. Maybe like, oh, my Instagram story wrestling. Like I'm a public figure now. Wrestling fans might actually see. I don't know. I just. Plus, these people are younger. I mean, Matt, like, you and I were already adults when social media became a thing. Justin, you came of age when social media was a thing. I think we've all learned, you know, uh, about how to navigate that as part of it. A lot of these talents now that are 20, you know, in their 20s, maybe not as savvy with it. To them, it's always been there, but they haven't been used to being in the public It's it's a much bigger extension of them than it is, as I'd argue. Meaning, like, they're on it all the time. Yeah. Um, so maybe the guy's just, I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to make an excuse for him because I hope he doesn't get that. I hope that he just gets a talking to and that's it. You know, nothing more. Yeah. Uh, Leon, our superstar, saying with Becky gone, Charlotte injured, Shayna benched, insane, soon to be gone. Who do you guys think could step up and take advantage of the situation? Now, now Leon, to be fair, Shayna being benched and Zane soon to be gone isn't really, again. Yeah, that's not that, the void that much of a big deal um I, that's how stacked this women's division is though to my point um so i mean geez um i, I still think it needs to be and justin just said her name earlier it needs to be uh, i think it needs to be lacey evans i think i so. don't know what they're waiting on with her she already should have been champion by now in my opinion but right now though oscar and sasha banks by far are the two biggest female superstars oh, in wwe oscar uh, yes uh, they yes I don't think WWE sees her that way. I do, though. Uh, Jonathan Prado saying Morrison and NXT would be awesome. Yes, it would, Jonathan. Yes, it would. And uh, Antoine Fair, $5, saying, uh, Glenn, you couldn't wear a different hat. LOL, I just started yeah, watching really. it if you told us not to. Uh, Seamus had all the Guinness stuff up. I was like, I'm going to wear the Guinness hat. And I ordered some new hats, and they fit weird. But I've got more hats showing up. Dude, there will hopefully be a new that, hat Monday. That looks like your little brother's hat. Thanks. That doesn't. That, <laughs> that does. It's small. No, here's Where the problem. Okay, so, no. So I ordered some hats. So my head is actually exactly 24 inches around. Um, and I ordered some hats, but Justin saw before uh, we start here. Oh, I forget what it's like. Uh, seven and three quarter. I don't remember. I, yeah, but I, got, I, I I got to watch the dress rehearsal when I came on the stream here. Glenn was trying all the different hats on. Yeah, and the uh, the problem is that the ones that fit my head go up too high. I need like a low me. profile. I need yeah. a low profile hat. And I ordered some. I ordered a couple Kangles. Uh, ordered a few different. Order things. the uh, Major League Baseball hat should fit you. I've got it. Look the size of this Frankenstein yeah. hat of mine. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but your head, your head's mine taller. Is covered with it. Yeah, look how much space is between yes. your eyebrows and the top of your head. There's not as much for me, quite. So it's like right. I'm telling you, when I put it on, I have to pull it down like right over my eyebrows for it to fit correctly, or else I have this like this skyscraper right. on top of my head. But when I put on my Major League Baseball caps and I wear it backwards, yeah. or whatever, it comes right down to my ears. Yeah, and I wear seven, seven and a half. No, seven three quarters. 
I'm getting used to it still. I'm going to figure it out. I did order a beret. It did not look uh, cool like Rerun what? from what's happening. I was thinking about Rerun. I was like, <laughs> I loved Rerun. I was like, a beret, a beret could be cool, right? You know, in my town uh, that I live in, there's like five white dudes that wear berets all the time. And I thought they were all the same guy. I realized that these are separate older white gentlemen who wear berets. I was like, maybe I'll rock the beret look. But no, a red, red beret, that was the wrong move. Glenn, you're really selling how bad this haircut was. The fact that you're not ordering all new head accessories. It's, it's not a bad haircut. It's that the hair is all gone. It's actually fantastic. It's been so hot here. It's actually been great just to not have uh, this. And believe me for a moment, I did look at wigs. Good. I was just like, maybe I'll just no, get you didn't. No, you right. didn't. Yes. No, you Anyhow, right, move it. Move, move back, it on, please. That's <laughs> like, uh, let's talk about this title. And we're like in the second match. WWE. There were there were not many matches on this show, Matt. Uh, Intercont Intercontinental title match: Drew Gulak versus AJ Styles. Uh, Daniel Bryan on Zoom during this, offering some commentary. I thought that was different. Uh, that was different. Yeah, good match, good back and forth. But no, I mean, we knew Styles was winning this. This was a good match, though. I, I did like this. I thought he did make Drew a little bit here. A little bit. Yeah. And it wasn't a guarantee that Styles going to win. Drew's beat him before. Uh, Styles got getting beat by Riddle. Um, Wait. Or not Riddle. AJ uh, Drew Gulak has beaten AJ Styles. Yeah. They, they kept talking about that. Simples? So it's like. Yeah. My kid must have been in the room, and I didn't hear that. So, I mean, uh, but I mean, AJ gave Drew a lot here. Like, yeah. This was a good match. And, and I like what you said, Glenn, about the the, the, the attempt, at least, with uh, yeah. Daniel Bryan trying to do something different, especially during these crazy times we're in. I, I thought that was cool. At least they're thinking differently. I'm always a fan of that, even if it misses. Yeah. But this didn't, this didn't miss. This was cool. No, it was good. And I think um, there's a lot here. You know, with AJ even uh, showing up earlier uh, after Riddle yeah. was celebrating, I like the continuity. I mean, I think think uh, Riddle's going to take care of Corbin easily at Extreme Rules, and at SummerSlam, it's going to be AJ versus Matt for the Inter Intercontinental Championship. Um, I think it'll be great. I mean, both these guys are at the top of their game. Um, let's talk about this. Uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey, their promo coming out there, that video they were showing, talking about the Undertaker or Taker as Bailey uh, Refers to him allegedly uh, went on and uh, called them uh, to say how great they're doing. Uh, the Golden Role Models is that new? Is their name? Yeah, that seems kind of new. I, I, and I did, and I did appreciate by the way, like as they come out of the production trailer on the on the tease to go to break of how they've been working all day in the production trailer on this video tribute. So now, now they're video editors all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> they took they took a Linda.com course and they went to Skillshare. Listen, I popped. I did pop huge for the Taker line. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was pretty hilarious, actually. It was good. Both of them. I mean, I think both of them are some of the best stuff right now in the business. Bailey, I think, is getting better. You know, Bailey has benefited they're, they're, from the non-crowd area. Huge. She, she has. And, and they're turning me right now. Both of yeah. them. I just think Bailey's chick was so awkward when the crowd was there. And now I think, um, yeah, she's, she's I think, uh, probably... Yeah, the female talent, the ones that benefited the most from no audience. Um, so they were interrupted by Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Now, of course, Bailey is facing Nikki at Extreme Rules. This led to Bailey versus Alexa. Uh, this went for a bit, but then was broken up by DQ when Nikki Cross interfered. Uh, so Bailey technically got the win. But what did you think of this match, Matt, and how this feud's uh, building up? 
Good match. I love Alexa. Uh, I'm happy to see her get a singles match here again. Um, I want her to dump her partner already and be a singles <laughs> match again. Yeah, good match. Um, yeah, I mean Bailey. Who would have thought it? She, you know, she was such in the she was such a babyface character, and now she just gets better and better with this heel stuff. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a Britt Baker situation. You know, you, you always pegged her as to be the babyface, and now they give her a run as a heel, and it's just it's just it's paying off. It's working. Yeah, um, I could see after Extreme Rules maybe breaking Alexa and Nikki up, and maybe we get old Nikki back and get them in a singles feud. Yeah, maybe. Um, I definitely think we're heading towards obviously the the Bailey Sasha breakup, right? I mean, that's got to be that's got to be what they set up for SummerSlam. Why do you? Which is crazy because right now they're doing the best work they've done so far. Mm-hmm. I actually wouldn't break them up just yet. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm that's why serious. I think that's why I think Matt. That's why I think Nikki and Alexa break up because I think that it gives them a good one on one feud. Um, I don't know who Bailey then faces at SummerSlam if not Sasha. Even even Bailey outside the ring during selling all of Sasha's stuff was hilarious. She was great. Like, like on NXT the other night, she she I'm telling you they they they're changing my mind right now about them because I've always thought there's no way Bailey could pull the heel off. She's an amazing babyface. The company screwed her from day one on how they debuted her. It was really pissed me off. Um, and then they've been behind ever since with her. It's not her fault. It's their fault. But you know who's getting an even worse deal that we totally forgot that uh, Joel Jose in the chat room mentioned? Bianca Belair. Mm. She should be the heir apparent. Oh my God, where the hell is she? I know. That's what I'm saying. Bianca, oh yeah, God. you could slide her in one on one against Bailey or mm. Sasha, and that would be money for SummerSlam. I, yeah, I, I don't, she, I don't know for sure, but this is just speculating based on timeline. Bianca got quickly kind of brought in and over to Raw. We saw her with the Street Profits, right. of course. And then, yeah. but I, I think. And then not too long after the switch came, where Heyman was out, so I almost wonder if like hey, if, if 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 she was a Heyman want. Yeah, and, but there's a big difference uh, between. Uh, she's she she goes. Glenn, I'll answer that real quick. Yeah. She goes across everybody's spectrum. She checks the boxes for everybody yeah. that's evaluating talent. If you look at Bianca where Belair, weak? where is she weak? Yeah, if you look at her from her promos to her ring work to even just the hair and you don't see superstar you shouldn't be in this business character promos matches she can do all three yeah i just spit part of my apple out sorry guys that was probably gross <laughs> Uh, but I mean, she's the one since day one. I mean, look, we all like seeing new talent and we like to see, oh, this person has potential. Bianca Belair, go back on this podcast since day one. We have said this woman is a goddamn oh, yeah. superstar and yep. is going to be ready for the prime time soon if they just, they don't, I mean, not even book her correctly. Just put her on TV. We were, we were wanting her to be in, a, if you remember, I want yeah. to say WrestleMania. Yeah. Do you remember like when they were like using her to yeah. like, to, to, to tease that they would do something with, Rhea and Charlotte, something like that, and then it ended up just being Charlotte and Rhea at, at WrestleMania. We wanted it to be Bianca, and it was believable. I thought it would have been believable if they did that. Yeah, I think we all did. Yeah, um, and that's the thing. It's like so people are saying the rumors. Maybe she hurt her shoulder. She could still do promos. She could still. I mean, she's someone. I just want to see her I on hope TV. That's the problem. I hope, I hope it is too. You know what though? If she's hurt, I hope that's the reason. It's not because this company is too stupid to realize she's a superstar. Yes, and yeah, let me I mean, say, at least she'll get over that and come back. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, I hope she's okay regardless. But uh, yeah, it's like she yeah. could still be on TV. Uh, Dibjati, uh, again, uh, with a super chat saying, who should Tessa feud with first in WWE? Ooh. Personally, Charlotte. I mean, are there, is there more? Is there any fire to the smoke, Justin, with the rumor? Meltzer put a report out saying the WWE put feelers out there. And I'm just saying, I don't believe that. So, but, so make Ooh. up your own mind. It just seems like a bad it, time. It, it, it kind of so, it kind of so, sound like uh, Hang on. what? No, go ahead. Sounds like so. I don't know. I just I, I I was like I don't think that's the case. I, I wonder if. Damn, Dave Meltzer, you're getting called out by Justin the Barbarian right now. I, I disagree Meltzer. with him. I don't know. I don't know. I appreciate that, Justin. Look, maybe something make... into your jur- your journalistic maybe, integrity. Maybe uh, uh, maybe so, maybe 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 somebody fed it to Dave to have it put out there to make it look. Switch. I don't know. <laughs> what was the source? Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to happen when I wrestled. That used to happen all the time when I wrestled. Guys would always make crap up just to get a, a headline on Wrestling Inc. and other websites. Yeah. Uh, Tammy's saying that what? Uh, Bianca's no, not Tammy, hurt. She's on main event so. versus no. Billy Kay. That's <sighs> what's why? Say why? it ain't so, Tammy. What don't oh. they see? Oh. What don't they see in her? Duh. Uh, so frustrating, Tammy. We need your help, Tammy. We need you to write WWE on our behalfs. Everyone should. Everyone should be. The bleep are you guys doing? You know, maybe that's Sign the key. Us three. And you, Tammy, please. I don't even know when main event airs or where it airs, but I think that's the thing. I think if Me she either. had a great match and everybody was talking about it, I think they would respond to that. I think just out of sight, out of mind. Like I said, we didn't even think of her earlier. We said, who's the heir apparent? Which is ridiculous. You're right. You're yeah. right. But that just goes to show. Like with Shayna, I haven't thought about Shayna Baszler There's... until she was in the news. And how damn stacked this division is. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, Naomi, Bobby Stevens is saying she checked the boxes and look how many times they were stop and go with yes. her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's Naomi. Not her fault. Naomi was athletic. Market. I mean, she was just a marketing gem, all with the, the look and the, the light up shoes. One. The entrance. Day one, she was. This is, I mean, honestly, guys, yeah. Sorry, man. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, you're loud and clear, man. I apologize. What were you saying uh, about Naomi, Glenn? No, I'm just saying this is, again, broken record. This is why they need a women's show. This is why the, the, all this talent, all yeah. this talent. And with hey, the men's roster, room. yeah. Ask the chat room. Do you think there should be a women's division? Yeah, the women's show. I mean, chat I'm sorry. Room. Should there be an all women's show chat room? What do you think? Because we're t- talking about it, and I'm not thinking tonight, like, oh, on SmackDown, where was Otis? Where, what's Tucker doing? Where are the Forgotten Sons? Like, we're not asking these questions nope. about the male talent, but with the women, I'm telling you, they're the best characters in professional wrestling, the ones that I want to watch and see in stories on a weekly basis. That, and that's what I said. Fans were starting to say, I don't know when it was. It was a long time ago, maybe even a year ago. And they're like, oh, you're just saying that because you're just being nice because they're women. I'm like, no, it's their characters. How do you not see the difference? Their characters are way more defined. Months later, Justin started saying it on here too. Um, and then everybody, I must have been the first to say it, but my point was even back then, it's always been their characters for whatever reason are, are better defined. They're clearly defined. Today, I will argue more than they've ever been. You know, and I'm thinking about this, Matt. I think that this is the scenario set up because it's not, oh, here we go. Here, here's something that might be controversial. Um, the male superstars aren't the larger-than-life guys. Part of this indie revolution that's happened is we have more average-looking dudes uh, on the male side of things. Yeah. Their height, weights, and build, he means. Yep, yep. 
and they don't, I mean, there's no one that's like, or it's few and far between. I mean, Finn Balor with the makeup, um, you know, you'll see people that come out and do something that's like larger than life. But for the most part, it's, you have the same right. problems undisputed there. It looks like a bunch of guys just uh, doing a CrossFit yeah. class at the gym. They're in a CrossFit boot camp together and we they talk, get beers we, after. We talked about this. The women go all out with, we were just yeah. talking about one small segment of some of their, how they separate themselves. So many of them. And Justin was saying this too, I recall, is like the hair color, right? They yeah. all have distinct hair color and they go out like that. They go into real life. They go to the gym like that. They go to the mall like that. They go out with their significant others like that. They go everywhere like that, right? Guy wrestlers, and I was one of those for the record, that were too cool for school to go all the way in. And I mean, the craziest I got was like a beard down to here. You know, I didn't grow my hair out. I didn't grow a mohawk. I didn't, you know, put a tattoo on my face or something yeah. that was me being 100% all in my character 24 hours a day. Um, I'll argue most of those women do that. Yeah, there's something there. Even uh, people are talking about like Ember Moon, uh, you know, good example. I mean, I know she's out with an injury. Damn! But, I mean, but man, Ember, like, I want to read like a graphic novel series about the adventures of Ember Moon, like hunting werewolves and shit. Like, that would be badass. She just looks awesome. There's so much there. And uh, Tammy's saying, uh, Naomi's Rumble return was all over Twitter. Non-wrestling fans, 3 million views, and they did nothing with her. Like, that's why. Well, and, and she and she also, you know, uh, I didn't believe this good for a job, while. Tammy. Yeah, good job to me. I didn't believe this for a while. Tammy's like our like become like our research stat person. She needs to be our fourth member of the show. P.S. She, she she knows when she Bianca Belair had her last match. She's got YouTube numbers. Um, for real, I, the, the, the crossover hype from the e reality shows is real. The e reality yeah. shows do grab yes. uh, people, and so I yes. think Naomi, I think Naomi being a prominent part of the of the the total divas, I think that helps too. She like I know her even like there's others right. you know the Bella the Bellas like they grab. I'll, I'll I'll meet like wives or girlfriends of, of guys I know, the and they time. and they find out that I work for wrestling. And they go, oh, I love watching the t-. and it's a big thing. They like to see that. So so even dumber that the company does not capitalize on it. Yeah, yeah. I know. Even I agree. with Natty, even with Natty, Natty's yeah. the ultimate sweetheart, baby face mm-hmm. to so many Americans that watch that show, like all across our country. Why would you not? I don't know. And I think I think there's a separation of audience. I think some male wrestling fans do still have a stigma about women's wrestling. Some people in creative clearly have a bias against it for whatever reason. We're never going to be in a perfect world where it's half the show because people like Kevin Dunn. Wait, you, do you really? Oh, half the show. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying we're not going to get to that point where someone That's like Kevin cutoff. Dunn or Michael Hayes says like, well, we're going to seamlessly integrate the men's and women's rosters and create a balanced product that everyone gets what they want out of it. I don't think that's going to happen, or, not while the current regime's in charge. Well, guess what? If they were getting their butts kicking ratings and they would see that the girls pull the best ratings generally, especially the top ones, I think they'd be forced into it. And I think that would be a good thing. It should I be think- about ratings. But there's also a thing, though, Matt, I'm sure you've seen this in the corporate world. I'm sure you saw this in professional wrestling. There is this weird cover cover your ass shit. Or uh, it's like if something happens that reality is something you don't agree with, you come up with some whataboutism or way to sort of shift it or pigeonhole it uh, to, you know, I'm sure 
Okay, for instance, let me give you an example of this. So for the ones that don't want to do this, you're saying? Yeah, they have an excuse. I'm sure there's a lot of people that said, well, it wasn't really the women. It was just Becky is this once-in-a-generation talent. It's not that a woman got that rating, so we should put more women on the air. It's that we should put, and that probably explains how they booked Becky a lot, because they did put her in a lot of promos that didn't need to be promos, that maybe could have gone to another female superstar to make some more female talent and get them over. But you know what I mean? They think it's the person, not that it's that, that women have um, something to offer that's a little more dynamic in terms of just character and larger than life characters. Yeah, but when you say that, Glenn, then you, in my opinion, you you little bit you take away from the they're all different individual talents. Those women, right? So, so well, just to put yes. someone up there blanketly because they're a female versus a male. No, and let me be clear. Just put them out there because they're better than the guys. And let me be clear. More times than not. I don't mean that it's just purely, you know, based on a, a chromosome difference of gender that something right. draws a rating because it's a woman. What I'm saying is, if you look what they did with Becky, what they should have said is, okay, Becky's a really new character. She's got a great look. She's got a great personality. She really connects with the fans. Sure. Now, yep. we've got five other women on the roster that we've uh-huh. seen. Naomi, Ember Moon, um... Uh, yeah. even uh, uh, Bailey and Sasha before Brianna. they gave them this push. Yeah, I mean, they should have yeah. been able to look at that and said, like, we have these other women that could be the next Becky. How can we put them All there? Right. So it's not just about putting a woman on. I mean, granted, look at our critiques about, like, uh, some of the stuff Lana, the segment she's been in. Right. It's not just that it's a woman. What I'm saying is they need to look to that bench because I think that that's where there are bigger superstars to be they had are. rather than a lot of these guys uh, that just look like generic creator wrestlers. Right. So that's why they, I do agree with you. They got to give them way more time. And I don't mean necessarily per matches. I mean, you're right. I, I mean, segments. Yeah. Um, I, I do agree with them putting Becky out there, even though some of those promos weren't great, because she was white hot at one time. And they did not know what to do with her, quite frankly. Um, she was so darn like, what? They're comparing her to Austin. Yeah. To Steve Austin. What? Yeah. Like, that's quite, that's the best compliment you can ever get. Um, so, I, I don't think they know what to do with her. But regardless of which, is it half a show? Is it three-quarters? So I don't know. I just think you put whoever goes out there and gets you the best rating. Well, and it's interesting. So Michael uh, Jasome is saying... It would be them. <laughs> yeah, saying the WWE seems better making women wrestlers right now than male wrestlers. I think that... I think it's... Sorry, I think it's that a little bit, Glenn. But I think it's the damn... It's the, it's the damn girls working their asses off and trying to be different. Well, and here's the reason why, Matt, to piggyback on your point, let me yes and you here. It's because Vince has a very clear idea of what he thinks a male superstar is. And with women, because he doesn't know, it's more on the women to try things and create their own character. I bet you the women have more autonomy and the ability to do those things. Could you imagine if when you were in WWE, you were like, hey, I want to dye my hair blue, you know, like, or I want to take something like that. They're like, Matt, seven foot tall, you're a giant. Like we've got, we're going to put you in this category. With the women, I think that, that they have more autonomy right. because WWE doesn't know what to do with them, and it cuts both ways. It helps them and it hurts them because they don't know huh. what to do with them. Okay. Yeah. Justin just said, "Yeah, I mean, it's not. Uh, it's no longer. Oh, you're a woman. We're gonna have you go." Because Vince did have. It's it. no longer. You're gonna be. Uh... No, it's no longer you're going to be just brawl and panties matches. So I mean, yeah. I think I, I think you're right. I think there's something to that. That he's let, like the girls just got to go out there and get to push the characters to the limit and kind of get to almost make the rules in a way. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. And I hate to always give Hunter credit because everyone you know gets mad online about Hunter for whatever reason, but 
You got to give him credit. Somewhere in there, I swear, he I feel like he has something to do with some of this. Yeah. Uh, of giving them the 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 confidence at times when they first start out and that bridge between when they first start out to when they get on NXT TV. Because a lot of these girls, when they get on NXT TV, NXT TV are like, look at Gonzalez recently. Yeah. Right? She was greener than goose shit not too long ago. And then just the other night, we were talking about her like, holy crap, did you see her power moves? Like, she was devastating out there. And it felt like that happened in a matter of like two shows to me of her improvement. And I would argue it's not necessarily her improvement. It's that confidence that someone like Hunter, I just have a feeling, is really trying to instill in a lot of them. I, I don't know why I feel that. I just do. I have nothing to base that on either. No, he definitely gets it. I mean, I think that he is probably the biggest advocate for the women, um, so certainly the highest up advocate for it. And I think that's the thing. I mean, I, I think when he has a greater role, we will see more happening. And it's I just so. uh, right now, it's still it just, just still feels so pigeonholed. Old man's got to go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so after that segment with Bailey and Sasha, we got a uh, Kofi Kingston versus Nakamura match. This was a nice surprise. Yeah. Uh, another, I mean, this was, this, this episode of SmackDown had some of the best bell to bell action. And I mean, like, it, was, it was really good. This was hard hitting. Uh, Nakamura caught Kofi a few times. It was really good. I mean, I, you know, I'm not necessarily interested in what story or whatever surrounding it going into it, but just for what it was. Or no, who the just two, the match itself. Yeah, just the match itself. If you fun. were, if you were to see a lot of these matchups, y'all watching this and listening right now, if you all were to see these lineups, this guy versus this guy, this woman versus this woman, and you saw on the sheet of paper, you'd be like, "Holy crap, that's a hell of a pay per view card." You know what I mean? And that's what tonight's show felt like. I'll be honest. This was a good because this was a good match. Yeah, it was cold. I get that. But quite frankly, every match is kind of cold somewhat, right, in this arena with nobody in there. Um, this was a, a well-wrestled match, obviously. Yeah. That was very good uh, with Shinsuke Nakamura picking up the win. Good. I love Nakamura. I still think they completely screwed him as well. But I'll be curious if they could do a little more story with this. I mean, I think we're going to get New Day versus uh, Cesaro and Nakamura at Extreme Okay. Level. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that just, could, that could no, help no, next next week we get that. Oh, now so they're in the next week on TV, not even at the pay per view. Right. To be put in a storyline with New Day always will at least make the other team look somewhat more charismatic by proxy somehow. It always works that way. So I hope that's what happens here because I love Cesaro, but he really I can't believe I'm saying this, but in my opinion, he brings Nakamura down a little. Really? I think Nakamura is like a, again another like. Semi main event talent wrestler. I don't think he should be where they got him. I want to see. I love Cesaro. I want to see Cesaro. He's a great wrestler. The two people that are on the brand right now, and, and one of them would have to switch because I'd, I'd want to see Cesaro versus John Morrison because John Morrison's offense and Cesaro's power. I feel like the sequences they would come up with, and I want to see. And I want to see Cesaro versus Matt Riddle. That'd be another one that I've never seen something of. It would, but the whole time you'd watch the match, you wouldn't be watching, uh, and that's the problem with today's wrestling. Many times we're not watching to see who's going to win. We watch to see the action of the match yeah. at this point when we know the tip off is Cesaro ain't being nobody. Yeah. So we don't yeah. we don't lose our suspect we don't uh, lose our dis we don't suspend our disbelief enough when yeah. it involves him. Unfortunately. Uh, no, you're, yeah, you're not wrong about that. You're not wrong with that. I'm 99.9% positive uh, Riddle would go over, but Riddle versus Nakamura could be incredible 
I just don't think. I mean, that would be like maybe the main oh event of an episode of those, SmackDown. Those kicks would be crazy. Yeah, it could be great. But uh, yeah, it's clear that they're high on Matt Riddle. See what I did there? Hi. Uh, um, yes. <laughs> um, oh, so we got the uh, preview for the uh, Swamp match. Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. I mean, uh, you know, yeah, it is what it is. is somebody going to get eaten by an alligator? Hope so. Alligators are scary, man. You have to do something crazy with this. Uh, what can you do? What can you do with it? Swamp match? Well, you could have an alligator. That's step one. Seriously. Somebody had better I, arrive on a fan boat. I, I don't know, but as part of the... <laughs> It's in that a swamp. Would, that would be pretty good. Yeah. Was it Flipper or General Ben where they used to have that and the kids were always able to go jump on it and go, Glenn? Um, I think it was Flipper. I'll check. I wasn't pretty a huge cool. Flipper fan. Although I did oh. watch the Flipper movie with Paul Hogan and Elijah Wood. That's actually a pretty solid movie. I didn't I didn't see the movie. I wrote it, it off. Done. It was just on cable. This was like a couple of years ago. I was flipping channels and we watched it. I was like, this is actually a pretty good film. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think it was Flipper. No, no. I think. Wasn't a big gentle Ben Mark. Uh, oh, oh, gentle Ben. <laughs> like, seriously, like, even for, <laughs> even for our generation, like, that's old. That's an old school reference. Okay. Uh, up there with BJ and the bear. Um, actually, oh, I think older than that. Yeah. Yeah. Matt knows what's up. Um, yeah. The swamp match. But no, I think they, they need to have a lot of flourishes. But I'm, I'm, uh, not excited about this version of Bray Wyatt coming back. I feel like think about everything we got from the Firefly Funhouse and the Fiend. Like I hope this is the last we see of this iteration <laughs> in the foreseeable future. Well, so in the new exclusive on Wrestling Inc. that I referenced earlier, I'll just go a little bit deeper. It, you know, basically it seems like the plan with WWE is to do the three phases of Wyatt. We saw Firefly Funhouse sweater wearing Wyatt lose to Braun. Now we're getting flashback early Wyatt family swampy um Wayland Mercy right. Wyatt and then yeah. it'll come to SummerSlam where it's the fiend and, and Strowman so uh it should be muscle man Bray Wyatt he would kick Strowman's ass <laughs> who said that <laughs> that was a terrible voice but yeah he's his best character I agree with that yeah it's <laughs> most slept most slept on like that I think is is where what got at. the biggest by- Okay, what got the big? We lost you, Matt. But yes, they did get the biggest pop, the Muscle Man Dance. Oh, there he is. Now we got you, Matt. Muscle Man Dance, biggest pop. Yes, that 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 got the biggest pop at WrestleMania versus Cena. Yeah, yeah. That was the Saturday Night Main Event angle. That was Muscle Man. Yeah. No, I agree. I don't know why the chat room is now uh, talking about the sitcom Small Wonder. Which is uh, very random, but yes, I remember watching that in first run syndication. I uh, know somebody who was uh, Vicky's college roommate when uh, Vicky grew up and went to college. You watch Small Wonder, Justin? No, I'm sitting there racking my brain trying to see if I remember that one. I don't. Uh, so a couple that already had a child, the dad made a robot of a young girl, uh, and they treated her like the daughter, and they had to hide the secret that she was the robot. But the nosy neighbor, uh, Edie McClurg, was the nosy neighbor. On the show, you remember her from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Planes, Trains, yeah. Automobiles. Was it called Small Wonder? Small Wonder. It's not a good show at all, <laughs> uh, except the little boy looked like a young Billy Corgan back when he had hair. It's probably the thing that has best. Oh uh, yeah, through. this this I vaguely do. I've seen this on like a TV network or, or uh, yes, 
Uh, Leon, our superstar, Matt, give your opinion on Braun's epic new hairstyle. <laughs> Leon already knows. Uh, not good. Uh, so this last segment, Seamus toasting Jeff Hardy out there to a bar. There were Seamus's personal bartender, Jeeves, there to give uh, Jeff Hardy whatever he wanted to drink. And uh, after this back and forth, after Seamus trying to urge him to drink, Hardy made it seem like he was going to, then threw the drink at Jeeves, uh, smashed a bottle over his head, uh, just to swanton bomb on him. Uh, Jeeves was just doing his job, man. It's very unfair. Uh, and uh, that's how we went off the air tonight. We did. Good SmackDown, though. This was a good SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah overall. Like yeah, overall is a good SmackDown. I mean, this ending segment, eh, not the strongest ending, but it yeah, was, no. this was this was again this was a result of an audible. They wanted to do it last week, and of course, we talked last week about the the, the shuffle they had to do. Yeah, this uh, Glenn, I don't know if you noticed. I think this is uh, they did this entire as filming in real time. Sheamus was real time being able to interact with Jeff. I think they did this with Sheamus on Zoom. They never took Sheamus's shot full screen. They always showed Sheamus's shot from the perspective of a camera shooting the. Video boards. I think that they. Uh, I think. I think this is part of the creativity right now of having some talent not being able to be in the PC as they did this all with a little Zoom feed of uh, Seamus interacting with the Hardy. Little yeah, yeah. Technical fun. But seriously, folks, go back and watch this show if you did miss it. This actually was a really, I thought, a worthwhile show with some really good uh, wrestled out matches. Like seriously, this was a good show. And the Sasha Bailey stuff was fantastic. That whole segment. Yes, it was. It was a lot of good stuff. Riddle, AJ. God yeah. dang, that was great. Uh, Brandon Hall, two dollars, saying Justin's too young for Small Wonder. He saw reruns, and uh, I'm sorry, not AJ. Both of their matches. I mean, sorry. Yes. What did he say? Uh, he said Justin was too young for Small Wonder. But hey, I have to share this, Matt, because uh, the Silvered Grunion, who makes some great artwork for this podcast, put together uh, the Wrestling yeah. Inc. podcast team as Batman villains, and there's Raj as Joker, Matt as Bane, me as the Riddler, and Justin as Kite Man. Oh, yes, that was very, <laughs> wow, that's so astute, very good attention to detail. Seriously, what's his name? Uh, the name? Silvered Grunion, he uh, makes Good uh, job, Silver Grunion, very good yes. work, my friend, that's excellent work. <laughs> wow. Nice. Yes. Uh, did you watch that? Kite, man. <laughs> did you watch yeah, that clip of uh, the Bane highlights I sent you from the Harley Quinn series, Matt? Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, it's a funny show. It's a very it funny show. It is funny. Seriously. Uh, it's on uh, DC's uh, streaming service. I think it's going to be on HBO Max soon. I know they're showing it censored on Adult Swim. Is that, is that the one that Kaylee Cuoco is behind? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Ron Funches does the voice of King Shark on that. He's very good. It's just, it's great. It's really yeah. hilarious. Uh, Carmel, the H reviewing crisp and talking sports, four ninety nine, uh, saying, hi, guys. Long time watcher from Milton Keynes, England. Love you guys, especially Matt for his days in TNA. Matt, who's your favorite British wrestler ever? Uh, what's happening, Carmel? Um, oh, British wrestler. That's a tough one. It really is. I'm going to call somebody that's much more current than people. They probably expect me to say British Bulldog or something like that. Or I'm going to say, I like Doug Williams. I'm a huge Doug Williams, Mark. There you go. And shout out uh, to Carmel for staying up late with us over there in England. Seriously. Yes. Yes. Thank you, brother. We've got actually quite an international audience. I'm always shocked the messages I get from fans that are from all over yep. the world uh, who watch this podcast, which is just awesome. Uh, what else do we got, we Justin? We have anybody else there? Because i got to get cracking. I apologize. Yep. No, yeah, no problem. I think we're good, man. Um, so, hey, everyone. Monday night, 
me, Matt Morgan, and Raj Geary, the Joker of the Wrestling Inc. podcast, are going to be back to talk about Monday Night Raw. Uh, so until then, he's at BP Matt Morgan. He's at Justin Labar. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. Have a good 4th of July, everyone. Uh, yes, enjoy be safe. celebrating America's birthday. Be safe, be sane, be Bye, well. Guys. And we'll catch you back here Monday on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big